You're listening to Run, Thrive, Survive with Sierra Carter. With Sierra Carter. If you're looking for more energy, more productivity, and just an overall happier life, you're right where you need to be. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Run, Thrive, Survive on Quick Dip Tuesday. I'm Sierra, and as always... We are here to run our lives and not let life run us. So I really quick want to talk about the three mental health strategies that actually helped me get through the worst marathon I've ever run in my life. (laughs) Okay, let me put a positive spin on it. I'm positively saying the worst marathon I've ever run in my life. And I'm not talking about my time. It actually wasn't my worst time, which I'm actually shocked, but (laughs) it was the most painful marathon I've ever run. It was the big Cottonwood Canyon Marathon Revel Race that was out here in Salt Lake City, Utah, down big Cottonwood. It started way up at an overpass um, and it ran all the way down to the city. And I'm going to tell you right now, I thought downhill races. Great. I am so excited. You know what? No, mm -mm, nope. If you are doing a downhill race, please practice the downhill. If you are coming from Flatland, don't don't sign up for a downhill. I can't, or at least a marathon. I think I could have survived the half marathon. My legs didn't start hurting or giving out until mile 18. So I definitely could have made it through the half marathon without as much pain as I was in. But no, the full marathon was so rough and I I couldn't walk for 10 days. It took me 12 days to start running again. And even then my legs were still like fatigued, hurting, and my calves were still on fire. I I was just dumbfounded. I've run up and down hills. I mean, I was trained for this marathon and it was, it was humbling. All right. It was humbling. But I'm going to tell you right now with that pain, with that just pure hard work ethic that I somehow mustered up to keep going, I use The three mental health strategies I'm always telling other people to use, and I'm telling you right now, they worked. And so I am a living, (laughs) I am a living um, proof that using mental health strategies on your run can be so beneficial. I (coughs) I not only use these all the time during the day to help curb curb anxiety and keep going and keep working hard. But when you are getting to the worst part in a race, when you feel like giving up, when you're able to dig deep, as most people will say, and use certain strategies, I'm telling you, you can keep going and you can do almost anything that you set your mind to in life. So I want to run through the things that I talked about. And this week, so today is Tuesday, October 5th. Fourth, I want to, I can't, I don't even know, I can't even believe it's October. Oh my gosh, you guys. Tomorrow night at 5, um, 5 p.m. my time, mountain time, so 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be talking more in depth on how to create your own mental health strategies for the long run, for your workouts, for your training. If you want to tune into that, you can go down in my show notes and sign up for that as well. There's plenty of room. It's a free Zoom webinar. It's going to be interactive. We're going to talk about it and we're all going to work together to really improve our mental health when we're running because it's going to also improve our mental health throughout our lives. So Without further ado, let's get into the three things that I did. And the first one, and I'm talking about it tomorrow, is noticing and naming it. Okay, so this is the most important step when it comes to any of this. I had to notice what the heck was going on. So I took my current situation of running down the mountain. I was trying to Boston qualify. I was flying at a 640 to a 710 pace for 
14, 15 miles. I can't tell you how ecstatic I was. I was so happy. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I'm like, I'm flying. I'm going to Boston qualify. Registration is in two days and they ended up taking everybody. But guess what? Mile 18 hit me. My calves cramped up. Everything hurt. And I thought I was going to puke, die or just faint. Like it was terrible. So the first thing I realized was my brain started saying, stop, don't do this. Like, what are you doing? Just DNF. Like what? You're not, you're never going to Boston qualify. You're not even good enough. Like you thought you could do this. The negativity just crept in. Okay. You've been there. I've been there. It's awful. It is a terrible feeling. I start tearing up. I start crying. I start hyperventilating. And that is the last thing you want to do in a race because you're in so much pain. Your mind is getting away from you and you realize that you have to notice these thoughts. Notice that it's happening. So I love this because it takes me away from my thoughts. I am no longer my thoughts. When you notice what you are thinking, you notice that they're negative. You start to realize, okay, cool. My thoughts are over here and I'm over here. I'm going to name those thoughts. I call them the negative Nancy or the, yeah, the negative Nancy saga is what I called them. And I realized it's just another storybook. It's just stories that I'm telling myself. Self. Yes, you can do this with positive ones. But when you're trying to get past negative thoughts, you want to disassociate them, notice them, and start naming them. Because once you do that, you are no longer your thoughts. So I started laughing. Like, okay, I'm just I'm back to here. The victim mentality, the negative Nancy saga. And I just kind of need to let it go. So I'm sitting here with this story I'm telling myself. And I start to think of this story as maybe just placing it, like I call this next one, leaves on a stream, letting the pain go. I'm here holding the pain and I'm just going to place it next to me because there's a stream going by. I'm just going to place it on a leaf in the stream and I'm going to watch it float away. Now, theoretically, this can be really, really, really hard to do. But if you have already disassociated from the thoughts and named them something different, then these are Sierra's thoughts. No. This is the negative Nancy story. I see it all the time when I'm in pain. You are making it more of an object that you can place down besides you. Is it going to go away now? No, but it's no longer controlling your thoughts. You are now able to see outside of it. And that's why I like to imagine myself putting it down and watching it float down, down the stream. Now you can even imagine putting it down alongside of you when you run and you start running away from it. The farther you go, the farther it gets. And it's something about it just lifts the weight off your shoulders. Now, just because we put it down doesn't mean it can't catch back up with us. Sometimes these thoughts creep back in. What do we do? We just notice them and we name them again. Oh, no, there's that negative Nancy saga again because I'm in pain. So let me let me collect this. Let me set it down again. And I'm going to try to outrun it and run away from it again. It gives you some relief. It gives you some relief from pain so you can keep going. So you are not carrying those negative Nancy saga thoughts the entire rest of the way because they get heavy. They can almost get heavier than anything else that you're carrying. They're going to get heavier than your legs climbing up another hill. So as long as you just put them down, they won't, doesn't have to go away and you're able to keep running. I promise you it's going to help. And the last one is using my emotions as my ally. So again, I'm trying to put these thoughts and these emotions down. I'm also starting to get emotional as well. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to be positive in this. And I start to realize that 
I'm getting a little bit angry at myself that this was like one of my last chances to Boston qualify before the 2023 cutoff and I blew it. Well, you know, I can either hold on to these negative thoughts or I can use them as my ally. So if you're fighting it, there's a couple things here. I've already disassociated and noticed that negative Nancy type of story that I keep telling myself. But at the same time, I'm still a little bit angry. So I'm not as negative. I'm not following down this path of I'm going to DNF and just walk off the course because I'm mad at myself. But I'm actually going to turn this anger into a little bit more fuel. I'm going to tell myself, you know what? You're allowed to be angry. Maybe you're allowed to be angry for the next three miles. And then we're going to talk about positive things. So I'm going to start using these emotions as my ally. And I start imagining and telling myself a new story that these feelings of anger new story I'm naming them, is anger as fuel. I'm going to fuel the next few miles with just being absolutely angry at the world. I can blame whoever I want as long as I keep running. And then once you get to a couple miles, again, this takes a lot. It takes a lot. And this is why I'm also going to say at the very end, we're going to have to practice this outside of running. Once I get to that maybe 22 mile mark, then I let myself be angry. I reassess. I notice my thoughts. Maybe they're not as negative and angry as anymore because sometimes when you let anger out, your mind's able to sift through it. So now I'm not angry. I'm just a little bit sad, but I'm going to start telling myself happier stories. And this is where I'm going to say it takes a lot of work outside of running, outside of just a race to get to this point. I always prep myself with things that make me happy. Things that make me happy are working hard, things that I've accomplished, um, just scenarios that I've created in my head in the past. I try to bring those back up. And you kind of see like you've let yourself be angry. You use that as fuel for the last couple miles. You ran out of fuel. You ran out of anger. And now you're going to use your happier thoughts that you've had in the past, other things that you know, you're thankful for. It can be really hard. But once you were out of fuel, you have nothing left but to bring up those other thoughts. And sometimes using these emotions as your ally, using them as your fuel, it really does help you get through the miles. But I'm going to tell you right now, the biggest thing out of this entire marathon was noticing and naming my thoughts at in the initial um n- in the initial part is was noticing and naming my thoughts. If I wasn't able to disassociate from what I was thinking from who I was versus what my thoughts were, I wouldn't be able to put them down, let them, you know, pass on the stream by me, or I wasn't able to run away from them. And I wouldn't be able to use them as fuel because if you don't take yourself out of those thoughts, they become you. And it's so hard to say, I'm going to leave my personality on the side of the road and run away from it. Or I'm going to use my anger to fuel my next runs. No, you're going to use this emotion that's not going to be always you, doesn't always make you up, and you're going to use it to your advantage. So again, it takes so much outside of it. This is just a small portion. I'm just trying to explain to you like what my thought process was during this marathon. It's about it's about building a skill set. It's about using this every single day and everything that you do. I use this same thing throughout my day. Like I have to know this a name. Oh, this is my like, you know, this is my anxious story. Like I'm just getting anxious or I'm being lazy or this is my co- anxiety of coffee. I mean, whatever it is, you have to know this and name it throughout the day because the more you do that, the better it's and easier it's going to be when you hit such a hard wall in a marathon. So that's why I like to say it's not always enough to say I run 
for my mental health. We have to use some mental strategies to really improve our training, to improve our performance, and to just keep us going and running. So if you guys did enjoy that, you can always reach out to me and let me know what you thought about the podcast. If not, please leave a review. Those always help go a long way. And pretty soon I'm going to start reading those also on these podcasts. Other than that, we'll be here again talking about something fun next week. I know, I'm sorry. I should give you like a overview, but we'll be here next week. We've got some really awesome topics coming up. And other than that, you guys get out there and run your lives without letting life run you. Bye guys. Bye guys.